This is depressing. What? When you when your Facebook memory pops up and you realize that a year ago today you were doing something way more awesome than being at work. Okay, I'm going to try not to take this personally, but what were you doing a year ago that's well, no, better this, than now? This is when I, I went to I went to San Francisco by myself one year ago today. And oh. here's pictures of me under the Golden Gate Bridge. Here's me at the worst bar in the world having the time of my life by myself. There's you pretending to get arrested and put into jail at Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Huh? Are we doing this again? Oh, God. A long chair is a good time chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old long chair. Woo! Welcome to another exciting episode of... The Lawn Chair Profits. Wow. Can you believe it's been a week already? My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly over there. Today on the show, are we gonna are we calling it knock it down a peg now? Or are we gonna call it get it off your chest? I like the idea of knock it down a peg. Knock it down a peg. Where we take things that everybody finds really, really precious and we just knock them down a couple of pegs. Yeah, because sometimes that's what you need need to do to stay humble. You need to be knocked down a peg. Hey, and you're going to talk to the guy, man, he can scream, George Pettit from Alexis on Fire? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's got a unique style of vocals. He sure does. I wonder if his family appreciates his vocal ability. He's an interesting guy, too. He's a firefighter. Yeah, he's a full-time firefighter. He does Alexis on Fire on the side now. And uh, takes vacation from his firefighting job to tour with Alexis on Fire. He has to take vacation days and swap shifts and all uh-huh. of that stuff in order to tour with his band Alexis on Fire, who are touring Western Canada in the new year. So we'll have him on shortly, and you're going to do a little three minutes with George Pettit? Yeah, so I'm going to talk to him about nothing to do with his band. But first, my weird parents. <laughs> Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Prophets. Two guys just watching the world go by. And by my weird parents, I don't necessarily mean my parents. I just mean parents in general. They're weird. My is a collective term being thrown around for all of our weird parents. Yeah. And I, I sometimes think, too, like, do my uh, gifted children, do they look at me and go, my dad's weird? Like, are they hanging out with their friends right now going, he's really weird. Well, Here's why. Based on some of the stuff you claim to eat in the shadows when no one's looking, mm-hmm. they probably have seen that once or twice. I'll tell you one thing, though. I don't eat whole potatoes <laughs> like they were apples. That's one of the texts. <laughs> my dad eats whole potatoes like they are apples. Man, uh, if I saw someone sitting on, like, a bus bench eating a potato like an apple, yeah, I wouldn't stop laughing. Well, no, I would probably go up to that person and go, look, pal, things are going to get better. Times are going to get better. What if they're on to something? Maybe we're the weird ones oh, not eating potatoes like gross. apples. I, my wife will slice potato, like a raw potato, to do something with it, where they put it in that metal box in the kitchen and then it comes out hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But she will pop a couple of slices into her mouth. I just cringe. That potato juice? Oh. <laughs> There's a reason why there is no such thing as frozen potato juice, because it would be disgusting. And the other thing, too, is that when I see people eating a tomato like an apple, have you ever seen that before? I have seen that. 
I don't like that, but I will give you that. At least it's juicy. It can run down your chin a little bit, but it's still not a handheld food. And a potato certainly is not. No, especially an unwashed, slightly old potato. Yeah. I think we got onto this topic. Um, weren't we talking about somebody who would pop by their parents' house and their, oh, I know what it was. So somebody went to their parents' house on a Saturday afternoon, whatever, and realized that they pushed the couch out of the way. They pushed the kitchen table to one wall. And this is when it's really cold outside, and they do their walk. They get their steps in in the house, oh, walking back and forth. Like, he will do his hour of walking back and forth and then hit the shower, and then she'll do her hour of walking back and forth. Yeah. So they don't have to go outside where it's icy and, you know, break a hip. Yeah. It is a little weird. It is. And then somebody else said uh, their dad does soup can arm curls. Like, he, they even bought him a set of hand weights, and he's like, mm-mm. I prefer to do it with uh, soup cans. So he does arm curls in the kitchen every morning with soup cans. Getting jacked with a can of tomato soup. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Let me grab this. Could you garner a deal between Dave's parents and myself, a flat of soup for those weights? <laughs> yeah. You want the weights and you'll trade Dave's dad a flat of, so he can do more soup can arm curls. Oh, hell, I'm concerned about his health. Uh, isn't that the funniest thing? Wow, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, he bought his dad a set of weights, but his dad still insists on doing arm curls with cans of soup. Wow. Any, are your parents weird? Oh, hell yeah. My dad said that back in the day, they didn't have a lot growing up on the farm, so they used to smear bacon grease on bread like butter. That's so unhealthy. Yeah, but delicious, maybe? Ugh. See what I mean? Parents are just weird. I like this game because everyone starts to one-up everyone else. Oh, yeah. And by the end of this, we have some really weird parents. Uh, hey, guys, my dad only showers once a month. Okay. He says his skin gets too dry. Gross. Is your dad a single guy? <laughs> I couldn't do that. That's I disgusting. Idea, I get the idea of, like, if you take a shower, don't use a hard soap every single time. Mm -hmm. You can get moisturizing soaps. You don't have to exfoliate every time. No, but to just dismiss showering for four weeks at a time? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad idea for a lot of different reasons. I feel bad that my boot is that close to your straw in your drink. Yeah, I don't like that one bit. I'm just going to go over and Thank you. move that. I guess I could have put my feet down and I could have moved it, but <laughs> I just got comfortable. Uh, and parents, when it comes to technology too, especially social media and texting. Uh, oh, this. My mom likes to call me and she says, hi, Kara, it's your mom, Myrna. <laughs> In case you're confused and it's one of your other many, many mothers. Uh, I just love the fact her name's Myrna. That's such a mom... Hi, Cara. It's your mom, Myrna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As opposed to Phyllis, it's Myrna. Oh, mercy. Uh, That's good. My mom writes text messages as if it's an email with a love mom at the bottom, like I don't know who the text is. Well, that's actually kind of sweet. All right, yeah. Don't make fun of your mom. It's, yeah, it's more sweet than weird. I like it, though. Uh, this one is just weird. Someone said, my mom puts all her mail in the freezer in case of a house fire. She thinks it will save it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, follow the work you on that You know the one. freezer's not a fire safe, right? <laughs> Jeez. 
Um, oh, mercy. Me and my dad slaughtered our pet rabbits, and we oh. ate them for dinner. Oh. They tasted okay. Ooh. My sister wouldn't eat Snowball, though, Dean. Well, yeah, once you name the thing, you're not going to eat it. That's why... How horrific would that be if you went to a grocery store and you bought yourself a package of lean ground beef and on the package it said, uh, you're eating Darren. (laughs) (laughs) The cow's name. (laughs) I'd love to have a cow named Darren, by the way. Oh, I hope at least with that rabbit story that they lived on a farm somewhere. Oh, yeah. That was like a suburban dad slaughtering (laughs) rabbits. That he found under the front porch. That would get grim in a real hurry. Uh, My parents have a weird thing with expiry dates on food. They don't seem to believe them, and they will routinely take a yogurt out of the fridge that's up to three months past the expiry date and say, seems good to me. They claim that these past-due foods don't hurt them at all, but they are the two sickest people I have ever met constantly have stomach bugs. Wow, I wonder why. Yeah. I mean, I'm loosey-goosey with best befores. Not on dairy. With milk, I'll go a day or two past. Oh, no. I just had a jug in my fridge that was, I think, four days over. So I took off the lid to see if it was indeed four the days over. The sniff test? And I did the sniff test, and it failed. It failed bad. Ooh. Yeah. So, <laughs> Expired dairy, that'll make you sick to your pants. It sure will. Oof. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> my dad. Oh, my God. It'd be really, really tough if your dad had a totally uncool job and all your other friends' dads were like, my dad's a firefighter. My dad saves lives. And then you're this kid. My dad is a mime. (laughs) (laughs) A street performer mime. My childhood memories are of going to fringe festivals and emptying his hat when there was a good amount of change in it from busking. It seemed normal to me, but turns out it's not so normal. No. Wow. Mime dad, not real normal. I wonder if he was a mime before he became a dad or if this was a post-child change of career. Where he literally felt trapped inside a box. Yeah. And now he's working some stuff out on the street. Because someone texted us. And I'm not saying I agree. I'm saying I laughed pretty hard at it. But they said, how does a mime find love? Oh, I don't know. Because... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Has anyone ever seen a mime on a street corner and been like, oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh man, that's a hot oh. mime. When you said, how does a, fine, a mime find love? I thought there was a joke. I thought there was going to be a punchline, not that, that we would no, really be that's what breaking te- down the life of a mime. <laughs> that's what someone texted <laughs> oh. in. I think they're, like, they're confused as to how a mime was able to find a lover and create a child. Yeah. I don't know. The mime makeup might be the creepiest of all the makeup. Think about that for a second. You got Slipknot. You got Kiss. You got Insane Clown Posse. You got just creepy clowns. And then you've got mimes. Which is the creepiest? Mimes, I think. Mime of the bunch, too. And yeah. I, got, I remember being impressed the first time I saw them pulling a fake rope. Yeah. And my level of impressedness. Is that a word? Yeah. It went down significantly every time after that. Uh, this looks good. Hello. So when I was, uh, my mom was a single mom, so it was just she and I in the house. And I remember very vividly as a kid on Sundays, um, she refused to take me to church because she thought that they were all just a bunch of quacks. So instead of going to church on Sundays, my mom would put on her own little sermon for me in our in our porch because our porch led into our kitchen. 
So she'd stand in the doorway of our of our porch, and she'd get out the Bible, and she'd sing hymns, and she'd uh, she'd talk to me about uh, about uh, about God and stuff. Would you join in with the choir? Would you? Um. Yes, I would sing along. Yep. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yep. At any point, did a hat come past? Did a hat get passed around? <laughs> no. No, but I'm surprised she didn't go to the neighbors, though, and ask for money. Home church, home school, home birth, it's all weird. <laughs> yeah, the home birth. I, why would you want to be surrounded by medical professionals? In, in a sterile yeah, environment? All the solutions to all the potential problems that could come up. Yeah, when stuff starts going really, really <laughs> bad, oh, what's that? There's someone just two doors down that can help you? Oh, okay, send them in. Boy, is that easy for two guys to say. Oh, man. Ooh, we're going to get lit up. The home birth into the swimming pool thing, too. Have you seen that? Uh, I'd be lying to you if I said I've watched a video. I know it's a thing. Yeah. I have not enjoyed a video of it. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, my mom calls her mom and dad by their first name and has never called them mom or dad. That's weird. Candace. Yeah, it is kind of weird. That's more of a weird kid than unless the parents ask for that. Oh, I think probably they would. Either way, that's a weird relationship. Every now and again, though, it's funny when your kid calls you by your first name. It gets your attention. It's kind of jarring, but then it's funny. I don't think uh, I've ever done that, and I don't think I ever will. Uh, Somebody else said, I have a jeans at the gym, Dad. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the jeans guy on the treadmill has got a sweater vest on. What's going on there? I once saw a guy at the gym, he had a, uh, and it was an older guy, probably someone's dad, who kept his keys and wallet and everything inside of a uh, a Crown Royal, one of those purple Crown Royal bags, and he kept that around his neck. <laughs> at the gym? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was next level. Uh-huh. Uh, let's grab one more here, Bryce. This one. Hi. Uh, my dad finds it absolutely hilarious every time somebody walks in the house or if he walks in the house, he says... Hello, like from Seinfeld. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time. And he also thinks it's really funny whenever you call or he calls you. He says, hello, Kimberly. This is your father speaking, like Darth Vader. <laughs> and he just busts laughing every time. Uh, parents, why do you got to be so weird? <laughs> okay, no. What is it about some guys? And it's not just dads, but there's just some people. They can't break up with a catchphrase. Like the hello. I guarantee you somewhere right now, somebody listening to this podcast, they're like, oh, my God. My brother is still doing what's up. Like there are those guys. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm that guy. Oh, my God. Well, I quote a lot of things. Yeah, but I've never heard you go what's up. No, I've never done that. Good. No, I think even in its prime, I don't think I did that. Oh, come on. Everybody did it. Maybe a little. Yeah. Maybe a little past its prime as well. But I don't do it anymore. You have questions. The Lawn Chair Profits have answers. Get it off your chest. I like the name. I like get it off your chest, but I also like knock it down a peg. Yeah, I like that too. Because uh, it takes something that has a pretty high opinion of itself. And just bumps it down. A couple of things. Like, first of all, I would love to uh, live, ed fur- live edge furniture. I'd like to knock that down a couple of pegs. Hold on. Slow your roll. Look at me. I have a table. Ooh, you can see that it used to be a tree because of this edge. 
I have both a dining room oh my. and coffee live edge table. Yeah, that needs to be knocked down a couple of pegs. Cupcakes, too. What are you doing? If I want cake, I'll have a slice of cake, and I will control the portion size. Don't give me a time. The worst are mini cupcakes. Shut up with those. A cupcake, like, up to your eyeballs with icing on it? Yeah. Ooh, I could go for one of those right now. Yeah, but I can always eat, like, two or three. And you feel like if somebody put a giant piece of cake on your plate, you'd eat the whole thing. But if somebody put a cupcake on your plate... And then you got back up and you grabbed another one. And then you grabbed another one. Well, you'd look like a glutton. <laughs> and you'd feel really bad about yourself. Well, I do now that you said live edge tables and cupcakes. This wow. feels like a personal attack. <laughs> yeah. But my thing uh, that I need to knock it down a peg, drones. I'm sick and tired of hearing about drones. Okay. I don't have a drone, so go on. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love the idea of a drone, but what I'm really sick of is when I'm watching the news and they're like, coming up, drone technology. You know, they've got some story they tease you with, and it's always like 43 minutes into the hour-long news package, and then the story's like 28 seconds long, and it's just researchers have come up with a longer-life battery for the drone. And it's like, oh, boring. I waited for this. Just tell me. When I can be sitting in my backyard and go, huh, I'd like an air hockey table. And then I just doot, 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 and the air hockey table just lands on my driveway. That's when I want to hear about drones. I'm sick of hearing about drones. That's true, especially this delivery. Because every day it seems like there's a ooh, drone delivery service. It's a thing. And then you find out that. What it means is that the drone will, like, drop off your package in the middle of a farmer's field, and yeah. you still have to drive and go find it. Like at a designated drop-off. Yeah. <laughs> I, when the drone is coming to my house and bringing something to me bigger than a stapler, then I'll, I'm all ears. I want to be in the dead of summer, mm-hmm. 35 degrees outside. I'm dying, and I'm like, good God, I need a cream soda Slurpee, and I need it now. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, within 30 seconds, that thing is plopping into my hand? Yeah. That's when I'll believe in drones. Yeah, but don't tell me about the technology. Tell me when we're there, okay? There, I'm knocking drones down a couple of pegs. And you know what's not impressive? What? When uh, you're bragging that you have a license to fly. Oh. And it really, that just means it's a license to fly a drone. Or when you call yourself a drone pilot. <laughs> I'm a drone pilot. Nobody's knees are getting weak when you say that. Tell me more. But you announced at a dinner party that you're a helicopter pilot. Everybody wants to talk to you. Drone pilot? No. Mm-hmm. No. How about you? Uh, something I would like to take down a peg are the people who uh, think they're doing themselves a big service by, in the middle of a winter storm, putting their wiper blades up. Ouch. Oh, is this one hit close to home to you? Wow. This just got... Are you doing this because I attacked you? (laughs) I'm not going to say no. Uh, But when people do that, and I see it in parking lots all the time, I'm like, what are you doing? You think you're better than me because you're maintaining your car? It's doing nothing. Well, they're not sticking to your windshield. They're not buried in snow. I don't know. Why does it bother you so much? Because it's useless. No, it's not. It's useless because you'd have to brush off your window anyway. How many times have you gone... So then you go back out to your car six hours later, and your windshield wipers are actually frozen to the surface of your windshield because you didn't pop them up. You know what fixes that? What? Two seconds of just moving it. Hmm. And you're like, what? Then they're covered in ice. They'd be covered in ice anyway, even if they're 
stuck out in front of the car. Yeah. Are I don't we ever get it. going to agree on anything on knock it down a peg? I doubt it. Well, <laughs> dr- drones I'm kind of on board with. Yeah. But that attack on live edge tables. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Garner, would you look at this? We got us another special guest. How do we do this? I honestly have no idea. Uh, but was it last week? Uh, or two a couple weeks of weeks ago. ago. We were joined by Dallas Green, who is in two bands, City and Color, and another one called Alexis on Fire. So it's important to know, though, that if you're not familiar with Alexis on Fire, uh, there are two singers. Dallas Green, who has the voice of 20 angels. He sure does. He sings the sweet parts. And then George Pettit, he um, he does this. Oh, my. I like that. I like it a lot. <sighs> and it's not for everyone. No. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not but what you can, call a mainstream sound. And even if that's not your style of music, though, I think it's important that people know that that's not easy to do. No, it's not. And he is exceptional at it. Yeah. He's very good. And Alexis on Fire, obviously, is a big band that have enjoyed a lot of success Despite the hurdle of that sound not being for everyone, mm-hmm. it's a touch aggressive at times. Yeah. Uh, then they threw in Wade, their other guitar player, who will sing from time to time, who also has a very kind of gravelly voice. Uh-huh. Woo, that band. It's got some chest hair to it. Oh, yeah. Now, they broke up, well, they went on hiatus seven years ago, maybe? Yeah, it was 2011 or 2012. I think they called it a career. So most of them kind of scattered and followed other musical pursuits. Uh, like Dallas Green did, he spent a lot more time with City and Color. Mm-hmm. With George, kind of dabbled a bit. He has another side band, but for the most part, he's like, you know what? I'm leaving the music game altogether. And he walked away and became a full-time firefighter. Yeah, I'm going to fight fire. Yeah. So he trained. He actually came out to just outside Edmonton, did his training in Strathcona County, uh-huh. and then return back. And I think he's a full-time firefighter in Oshawa right now, to the point that you have to take time off. Yeah, they from- don't just say, they don't just, the town of the city of Oshawa isn't like, hey, everybody, don't light anything on fire for the next month because one of our best is going away on tour. No. He actually takes his vacation time. He has to use vacation dates and swap shifts in order to go on tour, which is why they tour so rarely. Yeah. They're going to do it in the new year across Western Canada. Uh, which is why initially uh, we got George on the phone. And we're going to do three minutes with? Yeah, and I decided I could ask him about, I don't know, touring or this band. Instead, I thought we could do three minutes of asking him questions about absolutely nothing. So, but at the three-minute mark, like what if he's in the middle of an answer? We buzz him out. And none of us find out? No, because then I hang up immediately. Oh, God. It's It's harsh. It's pretty harsh. George, are you on board? Are you ready to go? Okay, great. Perfect. So we're going to put three minutes on the board. George, what TV show are you binge-watching right now? Just finished uh, the first season of True Detective for the fourth time, I think. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Christmas, for some reason, it's a Christmas uh, thing that I do where I'll, I'll re-watch True Detective. Yeah, that, that gets you in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. Nothing better than Matthew McConaughey and like a severe nihilist kind of rant. Uh, to get you feeling, you know, uh, in the spirit. What is the worst thing someone can do on a plane? Um, I would say uh, overindulgent alcoholism. Uh, 
is always annoying. I've had that where I've come home from England and there's like, you know, three marauding hooligans sitting in front of me and they're all like popping pills and getting way too drunk. And we're all suffering on the plane. Let's just take it easy. You know, like. <laughs> of the six main characters on Friends, who's the best? Who's the worst? The, of the uh, who's the best and who's the worst? Uh, best. Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched the show in a long time. Maybe Jennifer Aniston. And then the worst is uh, Chandler. I don't know. Don't read too much into that, because honestly, I haven't watched that show in a very long time. <laughs> this is Three Minutes with George Pettit of Alexis on Fire. When you walk through a double set of doors and someone holds both sets for you, do you thank them once or thank them twice? I think just the one time will suffice for that. Because it's just the one act of, of kindness. What is the best? What's your go-to Slurpee flavor? Uh, you know what? The, uh, the 7-Eleven had the orange Sour Patch Kid Slurpee flavor. I know this because I have a nine-year-old, and he loves to go to 7-Eleven for treats and stuff. So I will get uh, the orange uh, Sour Patch Kid if they have it. It's, it's a special item. They only have it once in a while. Drinking Slurpees in the winter, is it right or is it wrong? Hey, whatever goes your hair back, man. Three minutes with George Pettit of Alexis on Fire. You're going into the liquor store on a Friday night. What kind of beer are you grabbing? Uh, probably uh, Old Milwaukee. Okay, simple and basic. I like it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too fancy. I'm not a big craft beer guy. I'm not that I'm opposed to it, but uh, just uh, I'll go with. As far as beer goes, I go with drinkability. I just want it to be you know kind of crummy and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> What is a meal you make really well? Uh, lots of meals really well. I'd say my go-to is like, uh, my wife always wants me to make salmon with, uh, with you know, fresh dill and uh, put Parmesan cheese on it. And I, I cook that, but I can make meatballs really well. I do uh, beef stew very well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty good cook. Uh, and is there a band or an artist that people would be surprised that you're really, really into? Um, I have an embarrassed, like, like, it would be embarrassing to display my... Oh! Oh! Oh, is he gone? I hung up. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> what was he going to say? ABBA? <laughs> that was about to get real juicy. Casey and the Sunshine Band? Man. Huh. George Pettit. Interesting guy. I like that uh, he knows a lot about the Sour Patch Kid Slurpee. I feel like him and I could be friends. Because what he said about beer, it's like, it's not that I'm opposed to craft beer. I don't. But I just don't like thinking too hard about it. I don't want to hear about flavor notes or anything. I just want the beer that tastes like beer. I like this. And then he comes out of left field and all of a sudden he's preparing salmon with dill on it and meatballs. and. But really, Chandler Bing is the worst Friends character. What about Phoebe? Nobody liked Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy catering by that weird dude down the hall. <laughs> he smells.